stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and this is episode number 162 of the Morning Monorail Podcast. It is July 5th. I hope that you all have all your fingers intact and you didn't blow them off with a firecracker. But it was Independence Day here in America for our international listeners out there. I just want to say we're sorry for our behavior, but we can't help ourselves. We're American. While I'm talking about people who can't help themselves and are also Amer American, let's welcome in the number one fan of blowing things up while drinking. It's Landon the Dawes known. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hi, everybody. Coming to you from the isolation station of love. It's me, Landon, and that might be the most accurate description and intro you've ever given of me. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I do apologize for my behavior. I am American. I do like to blow stuff up. Also, while drinking, as you so eloquently Drank. put it. So uh, off to a hot start today on the morning monorail. I know. And that was all off the cuff, people. I didn't write any of that down. <laughs> I am a professional and I know how to do an intro. And Please I'm, don't try and do this at home. No, no. You might hurt yourself. You might blow off a finger. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But we are back once again. It is July 5th. And it is officially, by the way, hurricane season here <laughs> in Florida. I wanted to start out just by saying, if you're coming to the Walt Disney World Resort this week, bring a poncho and bring your Crocs because they'll stay dry. Hurricane Elsa, 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 why are you appropriate? Why are you doing? Why are you doing this to us, Elsa? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yep. As soon as I heard uh, Tropical Storm Elsa off the uh, off the coast of, it's like, did they just say Elsa? It's like yeah. so. At least if you're coming down, it's a Disney themed hurricane. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That is a good point. But it is going to be Disney themed <laughs> hurricanes generally cost about twice as much as they should. You got to <laughs> wait in line. No, there's no fast passes. And you should have booked your dining reservation 60 days out. Sorry. It's true. Yeah. And if you didn't do that, you're just going to be out in the rain looking like a soaked rat because uh, it is going to be a wet and windy week. This week, I mean, it's this. This is something. Weather is unpredictable in the summertime in Florida, but I can predict that you're you're going to get some rain and wind this week. Treat it like you're going to SeaWorld and you're when when you could go to SeaWorld and you're sitting in the first two rows of Shamu. You will get wet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that comparison. Thank you, um, Landon. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit in uh, the the Monorail family Facebook this week and. With the impending weather, I had the question for our our you know compatriots, our our fellow Disney Parks fans. On rainy days, when you're at Walt Disney World, do your plans change? Does it just deter you from going to the park? Like, how do you handle a rainy day at Walt Disney World? I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, I did comment on the Facebook 
post, uh, when it was still open, Disney Quest was a lifesaver on days where it just drenched rain. Now, if you're going down to Disney during the summer, there's probably going to be a handful of times where you get one of those fun Florida pop-up thunderstorms that, you know, go away as quickly as they do come. But this was a day where it's like, it, we get up, there's standing water. We we go to bed, there's still standing water. Mm. So we, um, me and my party, we just decided to go to Disney Springs for the day and hung out at Disney Quest. And that was a lot of fun. Now, yeah. this was towards the end of Disney Quest's life. So some of the attractions were looking a little rough if we're being completely honest but being able to play stand-up arcade like like being able to play fix it felix Mm -hmm. like like that was a highlight i took away from that disney trip but on the flip side if it is just one of those like all right just give it 15 minutes and it'll peter itself out i carry around a poncho in in my bug out bag for disney so i mean in that case just boom throw on the poncho and go get in line for something yeah, I mean, you're right. In the summertime, you can guarantee there's going to be a pop-up rain shower, a pop-up thunderstorm, and they do come and go very quickly. Um, I have an example of, we actually went into Muppet Vision one time, and as we were going into Muppet Vision, the the clouds were just coming in. As we were coming out of Muppet Vision, we hit that post-rain shower, the sun is back out, and now it's all evaporating and everything's really humid. <laughs> but while we were in Muppet Vision, it absolutely torrential downpoured. So everybody mm. outside was drenched. And we were like, <laughs> that was perfect timing. We did great. Um, Just thanks. another reason you need to go go uh, go visit Muppet Vision. Exactly. You know, we were always talking about hashtag save the Muppets. That time, the Muppets saved us. What can I mm. say? It's very special. But, like, if, if there's going to be a date, like, now, I wondered if this changed for you now that you come more frequently and you're in AP. If it's going to be a day, like you said, like, where it's just going to be sheets of rain for the day, but you're here for a limited time. Like, are you still going to, like, venture out to Epcot, or do you think you'll just make it, like, a resort day? I would probably make it a resort day if it is going to be just rain from sunup to sundown, but at the same time, it's like, again, I carry the poncho and there's going to be a lot of people of the mindset, well, I don't want to get rained on going to the park, so I'm just not going to. So in theory, there's going to be reduced crowds. It's like, what you speak of Epcot. One of my best days at Epcot ever was the day that a hurricane was supposed to hit Orlando. It was right after Galaxy's Edge opened mm-hmm. and people canceled their plans. Disney announced reduced uh, theme park hours. Mm-hmm. And and I went to Epcot and I was there middle of the day. It's like, okay, yeah, we're abandoning our reduced uh, hours of operation. Just it, it's a regular day and nobody was yeah. in Epcot. I, w- I was able to walk on Soren like three times, just back to back to back to back. So uh, I guess it really depends on the forecast and what you're willing to, I guess, be comfortable with. If you if you do want to get rained on, if you do want to wear the poncho, if, if the answers to those questions are no, make it a resort day. Yeah, that was Hurricane Dorian that you're talking about, and yes, Hurricane Dory, another uh, di- uh, Disney theme. Uh, it hurricane. was <laughs> Dory almost. Um, it was almost like it was as it was off the coast of Florida, it was predicted to be like one of the strongest hurricanes that had developed mm-hmm. in like a hundred years or whatever. This was right after we had moved here and the initial path had it headed right towards our house. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, 
By the way, we're going to talk about this a little more later, but uh, we have kids that are a bit anxious and scared about some things. And one of the hangups about moving to Florida was, but what about hurricanes? And I was like, it'll be fine. You get it'll plenty of, fine. they never hit Sanford. It doesn't happen. And then, <laughs> and then as soon as we move down here, it's like, oh, by the way, Sanford is in the direct path of the most powerful hurricane we've seen in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it turned out to not play out that way, thankfully. I know some mm-hmm. people still had some really bad effects, and I'm not trying to downplay that, but we were spared. But like you said, Disney ended up, they made all these huge plans because they expected it to be a direct yep. hit, and then nothing happened. So my kids ended up going to Hollywood Studios, like that, I, probably the day you're talking about at Epcot, nobody was there. It was Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. It was it was the opening week of Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind if you want to play that game. You're a, if you're a little bit of a riverboat gambler, maybe like check and if there's a if there's a hurricane inbound because people will they'll just totally cancel if they've got travel yep. insurance and all mm-hmm. they, they just won't come. You can come down. You might get a couple really good days. It is unheard of to go to the parks with no crowds. Even even during the these COVID times where capacity was reduced, it I mean it was just the first couple weeks where it was like that. After that, the crowds were back. So I'm just saying, if you want to play that game, you might be rewarded or you're going to be stuck inside because it'll be uh, rainy and windy and Mm -hmm. unpleasant. But that's, you know, that's up to you. You live your life how you want to. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to just say that I feel like this is a really good topic. We could do like a whole show on like rainy days in the parks. And so I'm tabling that because that's something that I think we could do a bonus ep on. Ooh, okay. I like that. Maybe some uh, content for the uh, Patreon. Absolutely. Patreon.com slash Morty Monroe. Yeah. And speaking of Patreon, we got to do our Patreon shout outs. We got two new patrons this week. Welcome and hello. Ooh. And how you doing and salutations. Yeah. First off, I want to welcome in Jeff Burkett, a.k.a. Jeffers. Jeffers. Jeffany. Jeffany. Jeff in Canada. Welcome, Jeffers. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for joining the fam. And then also... Bartender Bob, cocktail Yay, Bob, bartender Bob. Ooh. This this week gashed arm Bob because he was doing some home renovations and ended up I think dropping blinds on his arm or something. He had to go get some stitches. So uh, holy Bob, that's not how you install blinds. It really dude. isn't. It really no. isn't. But uh, you know, thanks Bob for joining. Thanks for your support. Bob is a. I mean, behind the scenes, Bob is a friend. We we hang out all the time. I did not give him the hard sell on you got to join the Patreon. <laughs> I told him not to, but he did, and I appreciate it. So, uh, guys, we, we're adding people every week. We're so happy to have you. And by the way, the shout-outs are for every tier of Patreon. And mm-hmm. once we get through a, a few cycles here, we'll re- we're, you're not just going to get one shout-out. We'll probably do this like on a at least biannual basis where we where we thank you personally so you're getting bang for your buck that's right however if you do join the higher tiers you get access to things like our bonus episodes the videos i added one just last night of a video i took of the chinese acrobats from the china pavilion Mm -hmm. and world showcase it was one of the last times i saw them in person and i actually really liked the video the sun's kind of setting in the background it's a little bit artistic um (laughs) It's, it, I, I refuse to believe that you shot it. It is in no way artistic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you and and, and you, you said this it. was from the last time you saw them. They're they're not 
back or anything. They're right? not back yet. No. Okay, I was about to say, holy crap! I think you're burying the lead there on that video. No, unfortunately, they're not back. Uh, we Dance. still don't have live performers aside from like the Jamiters and Mariachi Cobra in World Showcase. We're still missing all those live performers, and I, I really do miss them. We got to get them back. Mm-hmm. They really add to the ambiance and atmosphere of Epcot. Yeah. Come on, Chappie. Yeah, Chappie. You're on notice, buddy. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but do it. <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> All right. It's time to get to the Walt Disney World news, but coming up later, you're going to want to stick around because we've got a very special second segment of the show today. We're introducing a whole new recurring segment with a brand new member of the Monorail team. If you joined me on Monday during the happy hour, you already know who that's going to be. But if you're if you're unawares, stick around. It's going to be a good one, and you're going to want to be here for that. So. And this is going to be a reoccurring segment, uh, and it is not going to be hidden behind a Patreon wall. This is a free added to the cool show segment. That's right. Yep. Free for everybody. Yep. Um, and and hopefully it's just going to increase our coolness, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it def- well, it'll definitely increase your coolness. Might yeah. bring me down down to your level, but I mean, still, <laughs> it's going to be cool. It evens us out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. We got a lot of news today, so we're going to have to crank through some of this stuff, but I made some detailed notes and we'll see how we do. You know what happens as soon as I tell you that we're not going to take forever to do the news and then we take Mash forever. cut to us two and a half hours yeah. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with this one because I think we can hop over it pretty quick. But I did want to mention the swimming pool at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani Village, is closing for refurbishment in early 2022. This is the Samawadi Springs pool. And... It's not that big a deal because it's not the best pool at Animal Kingdom Lodge. The, it, the, what you want to do is go to the Jumbo House, go to the big pool. That's where the slides are. That's where, you know, the, they've got like the music pumping. It's bigger. It's got the zero entry on one side. It's a beautiful, lovely pool. There's plenty of room for everybody. Um, I, the Samawati pool's all right, but I, I, I personally prefer the Jumbo House pool anyway. Um, it's going to be closed for three, four months. Uh, along with the pool closure, they're also going to shut down the spa and the Uwanji camp uh, during that same period. I guess they're just going to do a whole refurbishment to that area. However, the health club and the Maji pool bar will remain open. So you can still get your drinks and then go get your swole on if you want. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only, that's the only way I'm, I'm going to, to the gym is if I can get a drink before and after. So if you if you've been following along with the show, if you're if you're following us on the socials, you know that we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Kidani Village for Sam's birthday uh, this prior New Year, and I can just tell you that it's possible that when we returned from drinking around the world, we may have just gone into the health club after we got our drink on. Um, that probably happened, and there's video and picture evidence of it. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. After you've been, you know, eating and drinking around the world, you got to burn them calories. You got right? to. You got to. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know what? This segues nicely into my next topic, which is tasty treats, food. We love to talk about tasty treats and food, and lots of restaurants are on the docket to reopen. You love to see it. Some really, really cool news here. First of all, Casey's Corner is back. Yeah, this is not a drill. It's finally back. It is back. I am so excited for this. I, I, you know, like like some of our, our other friends in our uh, Disney community, I don't think that I was really turned on to Casey's Corner until I was an adult. 
But then I did discover the glory of those hot dogs, especially like the chili cheese dog, Mm. the bacon mac and cheese dog, which is not going to be offered, at least for now. R.I.P. This is not Noodle Apocalypse. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know how Diz Twitter responds to stuff rationally and level-headed. So, I mean, give it a couple weeks, uh, and, and they might start sending in bomb threats or something over over the mac and cheese dog. Well, and we did see that it is effective if, when Diz Twitter mobilizes for a common cause. Mm-hmm. They can make things happen, and that's a little teaser for a news story a little <laughs> later. But, uh, but yeah, no bacon mac and cheese dog. I can just tell you, though, personally... Don't send in bomb threats, by the way. We don't, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Please, no violence. Um, I can tell you for sure, I've had both the bacon mac and cheese dog and the chili cheese dog. The chili cheese dog's better anyway. And um, also, the corn dog nuggets are back. So Yes, yes. I know people I'm love all them. about them corn dog nuggets. Yeah. If you want to step over after you've had your corn dog nuggets and get some ice cream, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor is opening back up on July 7th. So two days from now, as you hear this recording, they are bringing back that delicious ice cream hosted by Eddie's and also Barks Root Beer Floats and Coca-Cola Floats. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Them floats. Oh, I, I can feel the heartburn now, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, it burns so good. It hurts so good. Yeah. Um. Here's a change that some people weren't super happy about, but I think it's, I don't know. I think I am. I think I'm pro this change. I'm very positive lately with a lot of these changes. <laughs> Citricos is coming back. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is welcoming back Citricos on July the 15th. You can actually book reservations now, but when it comes back, you're going to be dining underneath the lovely London sky in a newly reimagined Citricos themed after... The elegance of Mary Poppins returns. So what I've seen is there's been an uproar about the fact that it wasn't classic Mary Poppins. Okay. And I just want to respond to that. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Like it, it's not, it's not like Emily Blunt's going to be there. It's just themed after the style. It's similar to the Enchanted Rose, which is the lounge in the Grand Floridian, which is lovely and beautiful. We all enjoy that very much. Mm-hmm. That place is awesome. We enjoy the uh, truffle fries. Oh, they're so good. But this is not like it's going to be in-your-face theming. It's This is supposed to be just light, subtle theming, and color scheme that pays homage to Mary Poppins Returns. It's fine. Why are we upset about this? I don't get it. I really don't get it. No, to be on, on, the, other, on the other side, it is kind of... Interesting. They would choose that Mary Poppins as opposed to classic animated Mary Poppins. But in the scheme of things, animated. does it really matter? <laughs> well, classic Mary Poppins came out a hundred years ago. Okay, the the <laughs> film the film has faded. They don't know what color anything was back then. Um, <laughs> we shot in black. It and was white. black and white. <laughs> do you want your Do you want the restaurant to be black and white? It was shot before colors were ever. Uh, yeah, colors weren't. We didn't of. even. We had not mm-hmm. discovered colors. Nope. When mm-hmm. the first Mary Poppins. I'm just kidding. Obviously, we didn't discover but. color until Ted Turner came along. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons introduced us to color. No, mm-hmm. um, but but seriously though, like I okay, I get it. It's it's I do understand people people have like such a high. Uh, nostalgia and it holds a place in their heart the original Mary Poppins I love it too but at the same time if they hadn't told you that this was specifically themed after Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins Returns would you even know it bingo 
Yeah. Okay. This, yeah, this, this, uh, like people that are up in arms, it feels like faux outrage. Yep. So again, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our next shirt coming to the T Public store. Who cares? Justin <laughs> I love you all, but who cares? All right. Hopping over to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, Eight Spoon Cafe is coming back. And if you're familiar with Eight Spoon Cafe, it is now open, already open. You can get your baked macaroni and cheese with or without pulled pork. And mm. I love it. Yeah. You can also get a pulled pork jelly donut sandwich. I don't love it. That sounds like Dude, a what? lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, no thanks. I What? No. No thanks. It no. maybe I don't know. Is this something we have to do for research and cut into pieces and have a little bite of at some point? I mean, I guess they're going for like like the the sweet and 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 the salty mix, yeah. but no. Yeah, it doesn't sound good, does it? It really doesn't. No. Yeah. Ooh, why? I don't know. Why? They, they never stop to ask, should they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then also Dino Diner, uh, as of this recording, has reopened. So you can get your chili cheese dog or a corn chip pie. Which, if, if you don't know corn chip pie, I'm pretty sure it's like a, it's like a Frito pie, like chili with Fritos and cheese. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking right. that's, that's what we're talking about here. I'm a fan of that combination. Yeah. Uh, last on the restaurant news, we got Trails In coming back at the campsite at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. Now, I have never, uh, July 17th, by the way, I have never stayed at the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. I've never eaten at Trails In, but I've heard great things about the food there, the barbecue, the chicken. It was, I'm pretty sure it was a buffet, um, and they now they're going to do hearty family-style skillets, as we've seen at a lot of the buffets. Mm-hmm. They're doing the family-style skillets for breakfast and dinner. The question on a lot of people's minds is, when are we going to hear about Hoop-de-doo, the Hoop-de-doo review? Another thing I've never done, but uh, endless buckets of fried chicken and buckets of beer? Uh, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, that 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 has Landon written all over it. It has to be just a matter of time for Hoop-de-doo. I mean, with everything else coming back, definitely by October 1st, I, I feel confident saying it, it will be back. I think so. It has to. It's another one of those things, though. I think it's more, maybe it's performer-based. They got yeah. to get, get all the performers back and get them trained that, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely has a uh, live entertainment element. So, yeah, something to keep in mind. It's a sing-along show with corny jokes. If you're not familiar with Hoop-de-Doo Review, it's one of those things people say you got to put it on your Disney bucket list. If you've done it, let us know what you think about it. Um, some of the folks in the Morning Monorail family on Facebook have spoken very highly of Hoop-de-Doo. So, that might be a fun thing to do as a little group event at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's buckets of beer. So if you don't enjoy it, you can enjoy that. Yeah, buckets of beer and uh, good times. Good times for all. This is a new thing. And I and I feel like this is really an interesting thing that they're, they're going to be offering at a couple of the resorts. And I wanted to point this out. A new summer offering for the entire family starting June 30th. So it's already happened. Disney Family Night Dinner. This playful family-style dining bundle includes a takeout shareable meal, sweet treats, and an original card game inspired by, or a card type game, inspired by some of your favorite Disney friends for your family and friends to enjoy. Hmm. Uh, It's available from 5 to 10 p.m. through mobile order at two resort locations. The first is the Centertown Market at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And the second, I don't have written down. Awesome. Uh, So I don't... Oh, it's it's Gasparilla Island Grill at the Grand Floridian. Okay, 
So interesting. One one uh, deluxe resort, one moderate. That's interesting. And now, the, did I hear correctly? This is a new card game. It's some sort of original card type game. They're saying that you get hmm. with these takeout shareable meals. Like, I'll be honest, that has me more intrigued than the takeout because it's like literally right off camera. I have stacks of Magic the Gathering cards. So, like, <laughs> card games are my jams yeah. if we want to use a technical term. So, I'm intrigued about that because we saw them take away uh, the card game they had in the Magic Kingdom. Sorcerers, yeah. Sorcerers yeah, yeah. of the Magic Kingdom. And, and, and that, was, that was a pretty cool concept. So, Disney can do card games pretty dang well so I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to be yeah watch it just end up being like a like a deck of playing cards that have like it'll be old maid yeah Big, yeah uh-huh <laughs> old maid or goldfish with goldfish go fish with <laughs> goofy uh i don't know it'll something but uh just to give you a little peek at the menu at caribbean beach you're gonna get a roasted jamaican style chicken fried yuca i'm not a fan of fried yuca uh cilantro rice seasonal vegetables and of course caribbean pull-apart rolls with onion jam and guava butter that sounds great and then decorate your own mickey and mini cookies at grand floridian at the gasparilla you can get a garden salad uh savory lasagna uh two mickey shaped cheese or pepperoni pizzas and then mini cheesecake with strawberry sauce uh this sounds pretty great to me mm-hmm. yeah the second option more so but yeah i i would i would sign up for that and the card game yeah so uh, if, if any of you try that, any of our monorail fam out there, try these family style meals, I would love to hear what your experience was. And then we want to know about those card games. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. I want to get first edition. I'm looking for that Black Lotus, y'all. Are you playing bridge with Mickey on it? I don't know. Um, this one is a little down the road, but we did get an announcement that a very popular ice cream shop over at the Disneyland Resort in the downtown Disney District is coming to Disney Springs next year. Salt and Straw. Now, I have no exposure to Salt and Straw, uh, but again, this is more of a teaser. Um, we have some friends, again, over on the West Coast, particularly Tom and Michelle are over there. Donna is over there. If you've tried Salt and Straw... Please let us know. Like, is this something we should be really fired up about? I love ice cream. I'm all for some good ice cream. So, we are not afraid to say it on the Morning Monorail podcast. No. We are pro ice cream. Yeah, I am willing to say that right this second. <laughs> do we have any runners amongst us? I think we no. do. Not not here on the show, but uh, I know in the Monorail fam we do have runners. In particular, our friend Lexi. When did running time. get so popular? Like I'm on I'm I'm on all these dating websites. Everybody runs. Like hiking. Who who does that? It's like, all right, we're gonna go for a walk. Where? Just in the wilderness. Why? So we can walk. Sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. We're getting a little preview into Landon's type five. <laughs> He's working up for the next open mic. I love it. I don't really either. I'm not a runner. Uh, I'm not a runner or a track star. Um but some people are, and it, I will say, and I've said it before, if I was going to do it, I would consider running in a Walt Disney World park. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've rope dropped. I've run in a Walt Disney World park, but in order to get a medal, I think I would consider it. Uh, but this is exciting for those of us who, oh, Allison too, WDW Minibar, she's a runner. She does this stuff. So uh, run Disney races are coming back. Disney confirmed this. 
kicking off the 2021-2022 race seasons. The first one is going to be November 4th through the 7th, which is the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, powered by Aftershocks, whatever that is. <laughs> See, I'm so unplugged from the run community, I don't even know what Aftershocks is. It's probably shoes. I don't know. No, well, those go on your car, dummy. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, uh, January 5th through the 9th is coming back. That's the big one, and that'll be the full marathon. They've got all sorts of events that go on with that. The Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend is February 24th through the 27th of 2022, and then the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend, presented by Otterbox. I know Otterbox. Yeah. March 31st through April 4th. So... Good news, because in-person events are back. They had been doing virtual events during COVID times. Uh, this is our first signal that things are really coming back. I know I know Disney really, I think they do well with these run Disney events. And Yeah, uh, they ain't cheap, and they always sell out. They're so very popular. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's kind of one of those things that if you are a runner, then people are like, well, you got to do a half marathon or a marathon at Disney. And I don't blame them. I mean, January is the time to do it. So you're not, <laughs> they don't do these in the middle of summer, probably for good reason. Mm -hmm. People would be passing out, having heat strokes just right in front of Cinderella's castle. Yep. But uh, good news. Good news for runner. I, it's all good news just because we don't do it. I'll be there cheering you on, standing on the side with my pulled pork <laughs> jelly donut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm going to go get another drink. <laughs> You run good. You run good. We need like, see, this is not a bad idea. If we know that we've got monorail fam in the marathon, we just stand somewhere along the path with like a monorail fan fam banner with the names of our runners on there. And we cheer them on with our drinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We could do it. Absolutely. We could get signs that say blah is my favorite member of the monorail family. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Maybe coming to a t-shirt near you on the T public store. We call that a tease. That's right. Um, more opening news. The Polynesian Resort is set to reopen July 19th. Now, the DVC rooms had been open as well as Kona Cafe and Captain Cook's. But this is in regard to the rethemed Moana rooms. And also Ohana is opening up July 9th as well. So the only thing that we don't know about still is Trader Sam's. Still waiting on Trader Sam's. Why did Disneyland Trader Sam's reopen? <sighs> And ours is not. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I just do not understand that. That's one of the more unique experiences you can have on property, and it's just still sitting closed. Yeah. We even knocked on the door the last time we, we did. were there just to make sure. Like, oh, thank God, somebody's finally finally here. It's been months since we've seen everybody. Well, they didn't let us in, unfortunately, and we yeah. still don't know when they're going to let us in. So uh, I take that as an act of war, Bob Chapik. Uh, <laughs> open up Trader Sam's. Let us in there. Do it, you coward. <laughs> of course, it's all his fault. Good news, though. This I take this as a, another piece of good news. Guys, I'm so positive lately. You really are. You're positive, Jay, today. I like it. This is good. Because I am a fan of PhilharMagic. I like that show. I think it's a solid 3D show. Mm -hmm. It's getting a little bit of an upgrade here. According to the, the Disney Parks blog, the musical number, Un, un Poco Loco will anchor a new scene when PhilharMagic um, debuts for the 50th. Now, it's been running, but um, as as of October 1st for the 50th, PhilharMagic is getting this uh, scene from Coco added. 
So that's super exciting. Like it to mm-hmm. me to me that means that they're they're interested in keeping it there and and hopefully refreshing it and I don't know maybe this will be a maybe they'll they'll at some point upgrade the technology cuz I will say the only thing that I feel like is uh, a negative about Philhar Magic is the opening scene when they're in the theater is always blurry to me. Um, but then once they get into the actual, like, Donald going on the adventure to get the Sorcerer's Hat, all of that is fantastic 3D. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, I think it might rival or be right up there as the best 3D show. I, I'm not putting it up against Flight of Passage. But the best 3D show that you can get in the parks... Because, like, there are some very, very effective scenes. Like, I'm thinking about um, Ariel when, when, uh, when they're when she's doing the part of part of your world. She and she has like all the little jewels that come out and they're floating in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it really looks like it's right there in front of you. I love Muppet Vision as much as the next guy. A lot of the 3D effects don't necessarily work so well for me. Mm-hmm. I love the show. I just don't think the 3D is that effective. I really think Philhar Magic, once you get past the orchestra scene, really, really works. Yeah, Philhar Magic is one of those things I think is underrated or off the radar, so to speak, when people think of the Magic Kingdom. It's like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. I would put Philhar Magic up there. Yeah. I feel like that's something if you've never experienced, you need to go out of your way and do. It is such a fun show. It has the songs that you love, and they present them, like Jay said, in a very well done 3D manner. Yeah. yeah, and we have sat in multiple areas of that theater, and I feel like it's a good show from wherever you sit. So you get air conditioning. You usually yes. don't have to wait very long. No. And then you get a good 3D show with your classic Disney characters and scenes from classic Disney animated films. It's what's it? What what do you hate on? Well, I, I saw when this news came out, I saw plenty of people were kind of ho hum about Philhar Magic, and I'm going to tell you, uh, you're missing out. You're just you over, really you're overlooking it. It's a good show. And then Mickey and Minnie leave you a fun uh, voicemail on your uh, my Disney experience. They app. do. Mm-hmm. That's a big bonus too. Yep. I get it, and I'm excited every time. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so go revisit Philhar Magic if you haven't been in a while, because I really, I do think, and I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that it doesn't need an upgrade or a refurb, because I think that it probably does, just technology-wise, and they got to do something about that orchestra scene at the first. I think it could be better, but the rest of it, very, very good. I really do hope that this is kind of the start of a trend. What other Disney music would you like to see introduced into Philhar Magic? Oh, wow. <laughs> Give me something from Soul. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I would love to see Soul in there in that theater because it's, it's got great sound. Um, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Just off the top, that's what I... Do, are there other... I was trying to think. I guess they don't really have Pixar, though. Uh, represented in the show aside from Coco will be now. It's the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be the first Pixar representation. So yeah, you could do Soul then. They're breaking the ice on Pixar. Mm-hmm. We, even though it's not Pixar, I'd, lo- I'd love to get some uh, Moana music in yeah. there. Oh, that's could, a good could one. Could you too. imagine the 3D presentation with that? Yes. Ooh. That would be gorgeous. I'm not going to mention Frozen because we all know hashtag real men love Frozen. We already got plenty of Frozen. We don't really need Frozen. Yeah, Frozen has its own daggone show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Would I hate it? No, of course I wouldn't hate it. But uh, I just think we've already, we got it covered. We're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Frozen is definitely taken care of. (laughs) Um, All right. 
Tell us your thought. Honestly, PhilHeartMagic, like, like I said, it feels divisive. It feels like the, the Disney crowd is kind of split on PhilHeartMagic. I'd love to hear I what you I don't understand how you could be against it. <laughs> I don't know. It's awesome. I don't know. If you're against PhilHeartMagic, you hate awesome. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, that's your stance to take, I, but I don't agree with it. We don't agree with it or support it. All right. Finally, this was the big one because I think that well, there's so much that can be said about this. From the Disney Parks blog, this is this is this is pretty intense. October first, we will be rolling out. We being Disney, I'm not Disney. We'll be rolling out a new early theme park entry benefit for Disney Resort hotel guests and guests of other select hotels, giving them the first chance to enjoy select attractions at every theme park every day. Mm. Fine, fine. We already knew this was happening, right? No surprise. Good for you. If you're staying at resort, there's your extra magic hours. It's going to be just in the morning, every park, every day. You don't have to plan around it. Great. Here's the here's the kicker, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. In addition, with the kickoff... Well, I should have said dreamers. Here's the kicker, dreamers. In addition, with the kickoff of the 50th anniversary, guests staying at one of our Disney Deluxe or Deluxe Villa Resorts will also be able to enjoy extended evening hours on select nights in select theme parks. Extended evening hours will begin in early October with specific dates and parks to be shared at a later time. Here's the deal. This is the first time we have really seen Disney differentiating a benefit like this, park-related, for deluxe resort guests. Now, I realize this is a very divisive topic. I am on the side of, and I and I know I come from, I'm a local, I'm also a platinum AP holder, and that maybe shapes my vision and shapes my perspective, but I do feel like if you pay the money, why should you not get extra benefits? I It doesn't bother me, because they're not saying they're going to shorten hours on those nights at those parks and kick people out. Also, if you had ever gone to the parks as a non-resort guest on a night where that park had extra magic hours, it's not like it's a hard ticket event where they, they make you show a wristband or a lanyard and they kick you out of the park. They're still going to let you shop. You just can't ride the rides. Now, they'll probably suggest to you, oh, it's extra magic hours. You know, you start heading to the front, whatever. But it's a different thing. I, I've been in Epcot during extra magic hours and stayed for like two hours after I was supposed to be gone. I just couldn't ride anything. <laughs> You know, so I don't, I don't see, I don't really see the negative here. Personally, if Disney has been cranking up the price on deluxe resorts for years without offering any additional benefit, the prices are ridiculous and I get it. It is something that's reserved for people who have like done like a lifetime of savings or maybe they're wealthy people or, or what, what have you, whatever it may be. Or, or they've just decided to allocate the money to a Disney trip, a once in a lifetime kind of Disney trip. I get it. So this means that you're pricing out the average everyday family, but they're not taking anything away from those people. They're just saying these people have paid an exorbitant amount of money to stay in these exclusive deluxe resorts that are priced way too high. Here's an extra benefit for doing that. Now, that's not to say they won't increase the prices, because maybe they will, and now it's going to be even more expensive to stay deluxe. But there are DVC people who, you know, they're going to get this benefit, and it's really like they're not going to pay any more unless they up the point requirement or something. 
I don't know. Landon, you tell me. I, am I way off on, on the way I see this? I don't think you're way off on it. I understand people disrubbing them the wrong way because it is kind of a pay-to-play type situation. But I see where you're coming from. If you're already paying through the nose to stay at uh, the Polynesian or or Grand Floridian or something like that, you... I... How do I put this without sounding like an a-hole? Um, I do think you should get a little something-something on the side. Because, I mean, you're already paying thousands of dollars to stay at a hotel. When when it, it comes with all the bells and whistles you want, at the end of the day, you're paying thousands of dollars for a bed, for a place to lay your head at the end of the day. So maybe you should get something extra. And like you pointed out, it's not like they're taking anything away from the people that don't want to pay the thousands of dollars to stay at a bungalow or something like that. If, if you're just staying at Pop Century, you're still going to be able to get the same exact experience you were beforehand. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel. Yeah. And, and I, like I said, I understand the people that aren't paying the thousands of dollars why it might rub them the wrong way, but at the end of the day, you're still getting exactly what you're paying for. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 still able to get to the park when it opens. You're still able to stay through through the end of the night. Yeah, you're if, still getting the experience that you and your family are going down for. Yeah, if you're in the resort, you get the extra magic hour in the morning, regardless exactly. at every park. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just I feel like it's fine. It's it's fine. I I do understand like if you're a person who's like I can never I will never be able to afford deluxe resort and by the way that might be me inclusive I don't know that I'll necessarily yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I will put my hand up there it's like like I'm going to have to hit the lottery or something to, to ever be able to yeah. stay at the Polynesian or something like that yeah I don't know that that's ever going to be something that I do I I would hope to I hope someday maybe I get to I know we did the Animal Kingdom Lodge uh, we rented DVC points and did Animal Kingdom Lodge but I got a great deal. Um, it was very low price when we did it. Um, and that was for two nights. I just don't know. Like this may not even apply to me. I just think it's fine as we, as we look forward to things like, um, fast passes coming back. I have, it feels like fast passes are coming back. I have a bit of an inkling that deluxe resort people may have some sort of an advantage when it comes to fast passes. I don't know what that is, and I don't have any insider information on this. I'm just saying, if they come back in whatever form they come back, whether you have to pay for them or or whatever it may be, I mean, it seems to me... Now, I that to me puts people, day guests, at a bigger disadvantage than just giving deluxe resort people extra time on a night where they just get a little extra time past closing in a park. Mm -hmm. So... Let's let's reserve let's reserve our uh, vitriol <laughs> for something that might impact you in a line. Because guess what? That might also mean that those deluxe resort guests don't come out the morning because they know they're going to stay late. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just saying. One of the things that was very interesting about this article was buried in the very end of it. With, no, it was like, you ever see those memes where it's like nobody and then it's like dot, 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 nobody, dot, dot, dot. And then Disney's like, oh, by the way, we're going to bring back the dining plan. No other details. <laughs> it's like like Steve Jobs at the end of an Apple announcement. And one more thing. Yeah. We can't tell you when. We can't tell you how. No details, but but we're going to bring it back. The, the only thing I can figure is people have been asking and asking and asking. And then Disney's like, yes, the answer is yes, it's going to come back. We just don't know anything else. 
So they say they're not ready to share timing, but they are planning to bring it back. And I know that we have people in the morning monorail family that like the dining plan uh, and find value in it. And that's fantastic. Um, one funny thing that they put in this Disney parks blog, and I, I added it to the notes cause I just wanted to point this out. This is like just directly to the Diz Twitter crowd. It says, we will also continue to reopen more resort offerings, including restaurants like Ohana in parentheses with the noodles. <laughs> that's in the official Disney parks blog. It's like, we heard you nerds hear your noodles settle down. Are you kidding me? Like you basically, <laughs> you basically just acknowledge that you reacted to the outrage. Mm-hmm. You, you empowered the mob there. Good job, Disney. Yeah. Was that a good idea? I don't know. I mean, we know that Disney does listen to the Diz Twitter crowd for better or for worse, but this is official acknowledgement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did it, guys. Good job, Adam. Adam, <laughs> Adam led the charge on this one. I give him full credit. So this this was like a shout out to Adam in the Disney Parks blog. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be proud. Uh, we're the worst. <laughs> we are just the worst. We are. But that's okay. Uh, there are worse things. There, there are things to really get upset about. I just don't know that noodles were the thing, but you know what? Oh, but people lost their ever-loving minds over them noodles. People got what they wanted. I would be more upset about other things. I don't know. I don't want to get into it right now. Barges? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh! I did want to say, because I totally, I, I totally skipped this in the intro. Uh, Happily Ever After and Epcot Forever are back, officially. Yep. <laughs> Fireworks are back. As of July 1st. Um, if you are a person who likes to watch some of the live streams on YouTube, you could have watched both. Uh, uh, Resort TV One, our free, our friends Jenna and Josh at Resort TV One actually streamed uh, Happily Ever After from the Magic Kingdom. And then you could hop over on the Corey Meets World feed, and he was streaming Epcot Forever. And guess what? Again, Speculation Nation guessed right. No jet skis or kites. Mm-hmm. They were gone. And that was a total guess on our part, but we nailed it. We nailed it. We know stuff, people. Uh, And I just got to tell you, I didn't like Epcot Forever before. I like it even less with no (laughs) kites. (laughs) So, illuminations, people. That's all we want. Uh, Well, it probably, Epcot Forever, I think, isn't lasting forever. No, it's not. It's for a limited time only, Epcot Forever, temporarily back 2.0. Yeah. Yep. So a little uh, mouthy when you when you phrase it that way. Enjoy it while it lasts. Some I I know I love the music. I will say that I've been positive today. I'm going to keep it positive. I love the music. Jay all the way. They have changed it up a bit. I noticed. I guess they had to because they had to change what they did during the kite segments. Um, and I think they shortened the kitchen cabaret part. Boo. Go back and listen because I'm Boo. pretty sure that they changed up the kitchen cabaret part. So I'm speaking it. Of- changes uh, happily ever after uh, they they made a slight adjustment too, oh. uh, eliminating the uh, ladies and gentlemen part boys and girls yeah and I, I referenced that earlier when I said ladies and gentlemen uh, they changed it to dreamers yeah I love it mm-hmm. I'm cool with it I think I'm going to start saying it on the show from now oh, on wow wow you, you, you like it that much okay I, I think it's great yes I think it's inclusive and I think, honestly, if people have a problem with it, then they need to do a little look in the mirror because mm-hmm. there's no problem with it. Yeah. It's what's, all what's, what's wrong with being inclusive? Yeah. Inclusiveness. Inclusiveness mm-hmm. is good. Um, all right. 
We're going to take a little break right here because we got to get ourselves prepared. When we come back, we are bringing a... not It's not a guest. We're bringing on the new member of the Monorail team to start a brand new segment of the show. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Oh, boy. Buckle up. Here we go. So if you joined us on Monday night for the happy hour, you already got a little teaser about what is coming next. That's because the Monday night happy hour was co-hosted with a good friend of ours. Somebody that you may know from Twitter, from Instagram, from, I don't know, various websites. I I think she has like 10 now. Her blog, uh, Frozen Reflections on Etsy, all sorts of things going on. But now we've added something to her plate because officially, I want to welcome in the newest member to the Monorail team, our universal correspondent for her very own segment, and we're calling that segment Across the Universal with Steffers. Steffers, welcome to the Monorail. Yay. Woo! Okay, Landon, I'm going to need a little bit more enthusiasm <laughs> the next time we do this, but hello, friend. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I already regret having this segment. (laughs) I was going to say, if you can't see his face, his face is not amused. (laughs) We have to be our own studio audience, so you got to get turnt. (laughs) Do what? I don't know know what that is, but I know I'm too old to do it. I'm trying to fit in with the kids. I don't know. Step the coffee and just act like you got caffeine in your system. No? Just me? It's fine. Steffers brings out the youth in me. What can I say? (laughs) Something like that. Well, Steffers, I think people probably know who you are. I mean, you have been on the podcast in the past. You've made appearance, appearances on the Parks and Monorails when we used to do that. And, of course, you hosted the helped me to co-host the uh, Monday morning at night uh, happy hour, whatever we call that thing, this past week. But in case there are people out there who need a little introduction to Steffers, let's talk about you. I mean, I know you love to do that, right? So let's just talk about mm-hmm. Steffers. Sure, we can take this whole segment and we'll talk about me. Yes, give us a little background on your theme park history and uh, what you're kind of up to in in the content creation world. I uh, my theme park history is I love ET. I will always love ET, and ET haters can stay away. <laughs> stay um, phone home. Exactly. Uh, I grew up going to Universal more than Disney because Disney is super expensive, but at least now I have my own money to pay for it. Uh, I have been going to Disney more frequently now, but I still prefer Universal. Sorry, but not sorry. You should be. And content creation-wise, I'm trying to get my life together, so check out my blog. Yeah. Mostly. Let's you, do that. Adventures by Steffers. 
with stuffers. Come on. <laughs> adventures with stuffers. Yeah, com. Jay. It's adventures for stuffers. Dot <laughs> So, so <Not> WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> so adventures adjacent to stuffers. Dot net. Uh, check it out. <laughs> Correct. She's Go got- to her Friendster page. She has the link there. I used to have a Friendster page. You're, wow. You're, you're, you're not too old young enough. to have a Friendster. Yeah. I was old enough for Friendster, guys. I don't Come believe on. that. I do not believe that. Oh, and then another fun fact about stuffers. I am the probably youngest one in the group, and you will be able to tell from the segment when I make them feel old. That's okay. We need a youthful <laughs> voice around here. I'm telling you. Like once, once again, I already regret doing this segment. That's fine. You'll be okay. <laughs> We're all friends you're, here. You're, you're officiating my wedding, sort of. Oh, that's a Do fun what? fact. Yeah, fun fact. Lyndon is coming to my wedding to talk words that probably will be off script. No, that I mean, I can guarantee you one thing with Landon, and that is it will be off script, but it will be heartfelt. I hope so. I expect some tears. His oh, yeah, gift from yeah. us to him is a box of tissues. <laughs> well, 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 that's good. What you might have to give it to me it. A, a, ahead of time because uh, if, if there's one thing I get, can guarantee, I will cry. Oh, there won't be a dry eye in the room. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. But, Steffers, we're so excited to have you here. Um, you know, you bridge the gap in a lot of ways, not just with your usefulness, youth, usefulness, youthfulness, and usefulness. <laughs> But also with your connection to Universal, because although over the last year, my Universal knowledge and experiences have gone up exponentially, we still have kind of a blind spot on this show when it comes to what's going on in Universal and how to make the most of a trip to Universal. And I think that while a lot of our audience is focused on going to Disney, I mean, it's hard to, you you can't ignore, there's another you know, theme park in the room, just down the road. <laughs> and um, they are, I mean, they're the little brother. They're competitive. They're there. And um, especially with Epic Universe on the horizon, I just oh, think. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be, shall I say, Epic? <laughs> are, are, are we 100% sure Epic Universe is actually happening and it's not just vaporware? <laughs> no, it's happening. It's happening, just maybe not very quickly. Well, <laughs> okay. You can't blame them for slowing down based on what happened in the world the last 18 months, but coming in 2037, epic universe. Yeah. But one of the things we're going to do with this segment though is is Steffers will bring you on. You're going to bring us the latest of what's going on in Universal and maybe talk about some of your experiences, give us some tips, some insider knowledge because we just don't have it. I go to Universal and I'm like, "What do I do? I'm lost. Do I go ride ET and that's it? That's all I know." So. That's fine. You can ride ET, and that's it. <laughs> that's a great day for me. Where do I get food? Are there bathrooms here? I don't even. Who knows? Oh, bathrooms. Let's do they see. have running water? Most days, yes. But okay. they all pump, right. it pumps it all to the ET ride. The, <laughs> you just have to ride to see it. It's fine. Very good. So, uh, Steffers, for this first mm-hmm. uh, segment across the Universal with Steffers, I felt like a good place to start would be something that we all kind of share an excitement and passion for. And that's of course, Halloween events. And, um, you know, while Disney is doing the boo bash this year, universal is not modifying what they used to do pre COVID. They're, they're coming back bigger and better than ever with Halloween horror nights and tickets had gone on sale just a few weeks ago. 
We already have those tickets in, in our hands here in the monorail house. And I know, Steffers, you got some too. But I think we start there. Let's talk Halloween Horror Nights. For those who may not know about it, can you give us kind of a high-level overview? What is Halloween Horror Nights at Universal? Okay, so similarly to Disney, Halloween Horror Nights is the after-hours event that they hold dur- you know, during the holiday holiday during the Halloween season. This year, it's from September 3rd to October 31st. In years past, they have extended it a week into November, and usually they only started in September. Um, usually there are nine houses. This year there are ten Ooh. and five scare zones. Um, and then they also hold shows. R.I.P. Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. One day, pour one out for Bill and Ted. Uh, I assume Academy of Villains is coming back because that has been a crowd favorite. It's like the Jabberwockies dancing Halloween themed. I don't know. I usually don't watch it. I'm not really into that. <laughs> I'm really not into that. Um, and the only house right now confirmed is Beetlejuice. Like confirmed, yes. confirmed. Yeah. So we still have nine more announcements to come. So I expect every time we get an announcement, we'll have an, an appearance by Steffers to tell us all about it and how you feel. Oh, yeah. And I'll be screaming to the heavens about it. I mean, so last year was supposed to be the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Nights. You got the shirt on for those in the Patreon that can see the video. She's got the shirt representing. And part of that was the much anticipated Beetlejuice house. And they ended up doing it. Was it for like one day only they did the Beetlejuice house? It was, it was literally one or two days that they that they opened that house. Yeah. Um, and I didn't watch any spoilers, so I have no idea what's happening yeah. in that house. I just know they have the little serpent thing. Yes. I didn't see any either. The only thing I had exposure to, we did go to the tribute store last year. I didn't do any of the houses, but we did go to the tribute store. Yeah. The dream. Um, I have my Beetlejuice shirt. I should have worn that one too. Whatever. I can't wear two shirts at once. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you can. It just wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Landon. Thanks. That's what I'm here for. Fashion advice. Um, people. So Jack is back, but Jack no one knows w- in what capacity he's coming. I'm assuming it's either going to be an icon house, an anniversary house. Who cares? Jack is awesome. If you don't like him, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then puppet theater captive audience was leaked but not confirmed by universal not really sure why if, if it's already leaked just confirm it give us right. some news i think what's really uh frustrating people is that they're trying to plan their vacation and universal's giving them nothing i will say an announcement should be coming in the next week or two don't quote me on this but an announcement should be coming in the next week or two especially with um only single night tickets available and rip tours so keep an eye out. They usually do frequent fear, which is just to um, see more, go to one more than one day. I think mm-hmm. it's two or more nights. It makes it worth the ticket or Russia fear, which is the same concept, but it's toward the beginning of the event, I believe. Um, and then express is always on sale because, well, there's extra money in express. So yeah. can I ask a dumb question on something you just said? You can. Uh, you can. Yeah, always. <laughs> dumb questions are welcome. See, clearly I know this because I know all the vernacular and I'm a cool kid and stuff. But for those who are uninitiated, what are RIP tours? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Landon, I'm glad you asked. Uh, RIP tours, it's expensive, but an awesome experience. You get a pre-tour kind of uh, reception where they give you food, 
I believe it's sandwiches and snacks and sodas and obviously water. And then you get express access to all the houses. Um, mm. The private RIP tours, you can get unlimited, like front of the line access. And then the, I guess, shared amongst people RIP tours, um, it's only once, one, one go around okay. for each house. But it's an awesome time. Um, we priced it out for a date in September, and it was about three grand split amongst ten people. <laughs> so we ixnade on that. Uh huh. Yeah. Holy crap. So <laughs> grand. that sounds super expensive. But let's just throw this out there: if you are going on this particular night in September that you priced out, the tickets for an individual without express were eighty nine dollars. What were they? They're like uh, just 80, under a hundred. Yeah, it was eighty three. But I will say, you do. This is the caveat: you do need a ticket to the actual event. Yeah, and you have to pay for the RIP tour separate. So you need a ticket to Halloween Horror Nights, and then you pay for the RIP tour separately. Okay. All right, because I was about to justify it and say, like, if you wanted Express with your ticket, you're doubling your price already. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, never mind. So really, yeah. it's so for a group of ten, you're looking at about four hundred bucks a person close to uh, give give or take yes um i will say one day i will do it to see <laughs> because you do get you get food and you get you know you get the experience and you it, it ensures you do all the houses mm -hmm. so we ended up buying express for our second day going because we're doing two nights i usually don't do express it's really not a thing but with the 2020 that happened i don't know what shenanigans are going to go on this year so i just want to make sure i get in every single house mm -hmm. and be happy with my life yeah so as part of the halloween horror nights event and just to give background i mean those who listen to the show they they already know this but for mckenna's 18th birthday her one request was to go to halloween horror nights at universal <laughs> now we did do it but I can tell you that just because we were there doesn't mean we really experienced it because mm. we we went in the classic monsters house first and after that the kids were done. They didn't want to do anything else <laughs> the rest of the night. And I look, I get it because that particular house was nothing but jump scares. Th like okay, from the, the house was amazing. From the first to the end, it was jump scares. So like Garrett, I think really was having like a panic attack when we were leaving. McKenna was just she was crying. <laughs> she was done. Um, I didn't even get twisted taters. I didn't get pizza fry. I didn't get anything. So uh, I love the fact that your takeaway wasn't that you traumatized your young son. It's that you didn't get a snack. Yeah, I didn't get the classic snacks. Uh, Mm, okay. Now, Garrett, here's the thing I'll say about Garrett. He bounced back, and while McKenna and Sam did not do this, Garrett bounced back and went in the Ghostbusters house with me before we left. So okay, I, I right. did get to do that. I was proud of him for doing that. Um, Again, you lead with, I did get to go into the Ghostbusters yes. house, not the fact that your son It was back. a really good house. I'm just saying, <laughs> something I respect about Halloween Horror Nights is they put a lot of thought into their theming. Some houses yeah. are like hit or miss with the scares, but almost all the time, the, theme, the themes of the houses are, whew. Yeah. I mean, and just in our limited experience, what I can say is the scare zones... Um, "Quote unquote scare zones." I don't think they're all that scary. I mean, mm, they're they're more not. they're more fun. It's immersive. You got people running around. If you go in the Simpsons area, I know this was true for us. There were people running around with chainsaws chasing people, and and you could kind of just hang out and people watch. Like it was hilarious uh, because some people that really does scare them. 
Um, there was like a walking dead zone that we went into. Um, and they do little, they did little state like impromptu stage shows there, but there were also just zombies in the crowd walking around, which was pretty neat. Um, so all that was cool. Um, I am excited to go back cause I do want to try some of the, the event specific treats that I didn't get to try before, but pizza also, fries. yeah, the pizza fries, but also like you said, like, um, that's that was like just from the two houses I did get to do, and I and I knew this from watching videos and different things. But like, the houses are like movie set quality houses, and the effects are you know something that you're not going to get at your little haunted house down the street. You know, it's it's very cool, and and if you are a person who um, has the constitution to be able to do it, I think that it's something that, that you ought to try. I am a chicken. I admit it. I'm a chicken, mm-hmm. and there's strength in numbers. So I'm excited that this year I get to go back with a group of my friends because I can't chicken out in front of my friends. I have to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just going to plug that event. We're all are, – are we given the date? Are we telling them sure. all the deets? Yeah. I mean, if you're a member of the, uh, the Morning Monorail family on Facebook – we do have a private event that we're that we've posted in there. So September eighteenth, we are doing. It's co-hosted by Steffers, uh, an event going to Halloween Horror Nights as a group. I think we already are over ten. So, wow! Look at us. Yeah, and I have friends from you know I'm I'm from Florida originally. If you didn't know that about me, I have friends from you know uh, my old stomping grounds in Fort Myers that are coming. So. We have a lot of people coming. Yeah. We're all going to get scared and poop our pants. <laughs> that's good. That's that's going to be a mess. Oh, wow. Well, but, have you, Landon, we're going to just pay for you to come and you can just sweep behind us. How about that? Sweep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will not be part of that group because Jay says he's a chicken. I'm a mega chicken. So, uh, <laughs> mega no ultra es chicken? bueno uh, for house done over here. <laughs> mega ultra chicken? He is legend. Yes. Chicken arise. Arise, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this event is not recommended for children under the age of 13 or 14. Right. People do bring their ch- their young children. If they're scared and just going to scream the whole time, maybe don't ruin the experience for everyone else, guys. Come on. I'm yeah. just saying. And there are no masks or costumes allowed oh, wow. at this event. Okay. I know Disney lets you dress up. That's not this party. Yeah. I mean, people people dressed in in like themed clothes and stuff, but you don't wear costumes. I will. I did see on Facebook because I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups that talk about Halloween Horror Nights. Someone's daughter wore jeans that had uh, spikes or something on them, and they would not let her in. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so wow. as long as you don't look like a weapon, you're a scream actor, a weapon or a scream actor, you should be okay. You will get banned. Also, don't try to sneak in alcohol. You, it won't work. Yeah. And yes, people do that because they oh, are. Yeah. I mean, Jay and I, we've been to college football games. We we know people sneak booze into everything, even podcast recording. <laughs> oh. No, this is Diet Coke. It's, 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 it's I don't believe you. Drinking. I don't believe you. Um, also, the rides are open. A handful of them. Uh, Transformers typically is open. Gringotts, mm-hmm. Rip Ride Rocket, Mummy, MIB, and I'm going to ignore the last two because they're kind of obnoxious. Is but ET something. not open during Halloween Horror Nights? No, because I I'm 90 percent positive they used the line for a house. You might be right. I I have I, a memory that maybe it was, but maybe you're right. Is the uh, Jaws ride going to be open? <laughs> 
too soon, Landon. Too soon. <laughs> Shea Alcatraz will be open for all of us to get shark attacks. That'll need to happen. Yeah, it will. All of it. Fun fact, I'm going to show this little tidbit. There are more tickets that become available. I heard rumors that the BOGO tickets won't be a thing just because of capacity this year. Because everyone from last year that paid to come are able to come this year oh, gotcha. for no extra charge. Gotcha. Um, if you do come to this event, either with us or on your own, I do highly suggest the uh, stay and scream or scream early tickets if they release them. That'll allow you to get into the park about an hour or two prior to the event starting, which is what everyone at this event is going to do. Just letting all of you know that <laughs> I'm in your ears and I'm telling you that's what we're doing. Um, and we can knock out two houses before the official event even opens. So the Ghostbusters house and the other house that you said that I can't remember what you said already. Uh, those will be done before everything else. And we'll just book it to the next house and we'll be done by the end of the night. Nice. Which is like 11 o'clock just for the record. It's 11 o'clock. Now, I mean, for us, it'll be 11 o'clock. The event goes to like one thirty, I think. one thirty. Don't quote me on that. I think it's one thirty. Well, it's on a podcast now, so so it's 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 law. They have to change it if it's not already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Kyle Universal is a, is a big listener of us. Kyle. <laughs> um, oh, Kyle. Well, I'm super excited to go back and do this again. I feel like it's something that I personally need to conquer just to you know say that I've overcome that first failure of a Halloween Horror Nights event that I had. <laughs> It's really not a failure, but if you want your money's worth out of the event, you have to either do most of the houses and stop and eat a couple things, or at least stop and eat a couple things and do a couple. <laughs> I will say that when when we went two years ago, I hadn't been to Universal in probably like, I don't know, something like 25 years leading up to that. So this was my first trip back into the studios, and I ended up doing a lot of rides instead, like the rides that were open. We did them. Um I don't know how we didn't end up getting treats. We could have at least done that. But I think part of it was like trying to get our kids not to pass out. We were holding them up, (laughs) um, (laughs) trying to decide what we were going to do. But yeah, I I am excited to get back down. And um, if you want to be part of that, make sure you're part of the Morning Monorail family on Facebook and and check out that event and you can join us and it'll be fun. I I think there's rumors that we're going to try to make a group T-shirt. We need to make that happen. Sure. Apparently, we're making a group T-shirt. This is the first time Suffers uh, is theme, hearing about this idea. Theme Park Rob, Theme Park Rob's wifey requested it. I thought you saw that. Oh, I did see that. I even commented on it. You can cancel me not knowing about this situation. <laughs> yeah, but so, we can definitely work on that, and it'll be. Oh, you want to plug the the tea the the tea, tea public? public? Is that, yeah. yeah, we'll put plug it on that. Landon, you do it so well. No, you don't want to say it. It's fine. But check oh yeah, T Public, T Public dot com. Search Morning Monorail, and uh, they're always running twenty percent off sales. So they might be doing it if you want to get your official Morning Monorail merchandise. That's right. Uh, what you should. Before we wrap up, Steffers, I, I just want to ask mm-hmm. a couple more questions of you. The first oh, is, sure. if you if you could pick any house out of the unannounced houses so far, like what are you hoping to see? It doesn't have to be one, but like what are you hoping we get as a Halloween Horror Nights house this year? Since it's the 30th, I really would like all of the icons from years past to make an appearance. And I don't know how likely that actually is with how the world is going right now. So I would either say a, a um, icon's house or the haunting of Hill House. 
Ooh, I would like that. Hill House House. Yep, that's what I said. House House, House House. I do like the Universal Monsters that they did in the past, and they do repeat houses sometimes, but I don't know. They might make like a an extension, a series. I Who knows? But you asked for one, and I gave you three. Oh, I said you could do more than one. Finally, what is your favorite Halloween oh. Horror Nights house that you've ever experienced? Oh, fav- my favorite, I think it was Maybe from 23, I don't actually know what year this is from. It was a black lighthouse, Asylum in Wonderland. I'm 95% positive that was the name. And it was like a take on Alice in Wonderland, but not. And it was fully black light. And there was a big giant baby that reminded me of Landon. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really terrifying. But <laughs> it was great. To be fair, I do not look good in the diaper. So I understand that. You almost got a spit take. Neither did that, baby. It was pretty terrifying. But it was in terms of theming, like it was really well done, and it was very. um, The scares were there too. It wasn't just theming; it was scares. It was just all all around great experience. I pooped my pants that time. Really did. Really did. Hope hope they were handing out diapers from Mm -hmm, the big. They should have. Would have been great. Talk to big baby. He'll give you the diaper. Honestly, he might have said something to that effect in that house. I really can't I really can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> All right. This sounds awesome. And Steffers, thank you for bringing us this exciting announcement. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for more. And I'm glad to have you as part of our team, our official Universal Correspondent. Welcome, Steffers! Yay! I'm clapping for myself because I'm happy (laughs) to be here in the Morning Monorail fam officially. Yes. Tell people where they can find all your stuff since I totally butchered your website earlier. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram, I'm Adventures with Steffers. On Twitter, I'm AsianZing95. I should really update that so my branding matches, but that's okay. And you can check out my website, www.adventureswithsteppers.com where you also can get a link to this podcast because I added it. So do that. Blog. All that. Just do it. Money. Get to know me. I love it. (laughs) Get to know Steppers. Yeah. And you will get to know her when she comes back once again. We're planning like at least once a month, but you know, if there's breaking news, she might have to just pop in. She's Mm -hmm. just going to bust in the place. Yeah. All of it's breaking, especially with Halloween Horror Nights. July is the month typically for Halloween Horror Nights stuff. So, and a lot of things are coming back. So, I'll be back. Don't you worry. Awesome. Well, thanks, Steffers, and have a, a wonderful time catching up on all this news. I hope that you get every little Halloween Horror Night wish that you have in your heart. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Dreamers, thank you for joining us today. We love every single one of you. Thanks for being part of this Monorail family. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're at Morning Monorail everywhere. 
If you look for us, you'll find us. Google Morning Monorail and all of our stuff comes up. You can go to morningmonorail.com if you want that centralized location. That gives you a link to our Tee Public store. I'm adding a link to Adventures by Steffers as well. You'll see that this week because guess what? She's on this team. She's part of this team. Yep. So make sure you check that out. Um, let us know. Give us give us your thoughts. Give us your feedback. Tell us how much you love Steffers and how much she increased our coolness. Because I know mm-hmm. I know that you feel that is the the case. Because that's what I feel. Um, join the Morning Monorail family on Facebook. Don't forget we have a Patreon. July is the month. Here's what's here's what the Patreons are going to get this month. The patrons they're getting two additional bonus eps. They're going to get at least two videos. There's going to be a live Q and A stream on July twentieth for our silver and gold members. And so much more. Show notes, video of the show recording, all sorts of stuff. Again, not required. We're going to be here every Monday with the free show, and you're always going to get this. We're bringing back M34D. We just got to make a plan to do that. Maybe we can do it starting this month. Um, We'll we'll just have to get our act together. But, uh, you know, you're going to get this content that you've come to know and love. But over on the Patreon, there's so much more that you can see. That's all I'll say. Landon, you've got more to say. Tell people where they can find you. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan. Not the rest. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. 280 characters at a time. I also appear on the Phil Show. News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Locally radio station. Wow, I talk good. Local radio station here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Also streaming worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. I actually did some hosting this week. That was uh, that was interesting. It was fun. So uh, <laughs> there's there's some talk that, uh, that that might show up on the Patreon as well. So if you want to nice. hear me be bad at my day job, <laughs> head over to Patreon.com slash Morning Monorail and sign up. Should be fun. Fantastic. Listen to Phil and Munch. That does not work. No, that, it doesn't. That, no, no. Let's 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 uh, put a kibosh on that. Dang. No, I just wanted to try something. Uh, well, well, I appreciate the effort, but uh, but but no. I do like that effect, though. That's pretty good. You should just use Hello. that for the entire show. Hello, Hello everybody. everybody. We're gonna wrap things up now. He's gone drunk with power. I've just gone drunk with bourbon. <laughs> So we're wrapping up here today, but again, you can catch us on all the socials. Make sure you're interacting with us throughout the week. Tell us all about how you feel about Phil Hard Magic. Tell us what you do on rainy days in the parks. And tell us how much you love Steffers. We can't wait to hear it. We'll see you. Yeah. If we don't see you there, we're going to see you right back here next Monday. And until then, be nice. Thank a cast member. Mm-hmm. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Bye-bye. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time. All right, cool. So that'll yeah, be the yeah, end yeah. of that one. Shave the Muppets? Shave them? Shave well, a couple them. of them probably could. Shave Stand the whales?
Ugh. We're here with our razors. We are ready to shave the whales. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take an electric razor to SeaWorld. That's what I'm going to tell what? you. What? Um, what? Okay. End of the broadcast. No.